Take two, baby. Hello. Woo. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Discussion Roulette, the podcast where we pick a movie at random from a list of over a thousand movies. We watch it and we talk about it. And Isaiah burps. <laughs> that's going in my montage. I've been making montages of everything we do that's funny. Nice. And uh, there's one of you just making noises while people are talking. Burps, farts. <laughs> it's great. Uh, specifically you, because it happens a lot. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm Andrew. I'm Nick. I'm Isaiah. Good thing this is take two, because we forgot to do that the last time, I think. We did. Yep. <laughs> and first in-person uh, podcast in whatever, a year. In oh, over definitely a year. over a year. Year and a half. I think we're just about to get to a year and a half. We're like a year and five, four or five months at this point. Because yeah, a year and four months. Yeah, because it, the pandemic shut everything down in March, and we're in July, close to August. Of 2021. Fuck yeah. Yeah. All right. The film we watched... This time is Phantom of the Paradise, directed by Brian De Palma, uh, starring Paul Williams and others who are not as famous today, as far as I know. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, it was made in the 70s, one year before Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's my first oh, fun fact. I did not know that. My first fun fact. Um, yes. So, although wasn't Rocky Horror Picture Show a play first? Mm-hmm. I think so, So, the yeah. film was so, made yeah. a year after, but still could be inspired, both films or stories could have kind of inspired each other but i also think it's just they were both very 70s <laughs> yeah. yeah it's kind of more the feel than the story yeah i would say yes. so too that's yeah. what i mean not the story but like, like the way the movies were made and maybe yeah. you know what i mean and, and both of them kind of feel like a play you know what i mean even though this that, one less so but yeah this yeah. one is has moments though because it's all taking place the the backdrop is basically a play like a rock opera or whatever mm-hmm. oh yeah i would so say there more are those rock scenes opera. with lots of like just extra looking people on a stage it just yeah, gave definitely. me the vibe of a play a mix between these are the extras actually on the stage and these are people who are supposed to be in real life <laughs> you know but they're kind of the same casting <laughs> um i actually like my biggest question and oh I yeah didn't... Full, full spoilers podcast oh, yeah. so oh, if you don't want to spoil roulette. we're watching movies out of our list of over a thousand movies that and you said seen. that that was that was the first take no, I'm, I said it on the yeah, second. Yeah, he said it. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> we lost the recording. Yeah, the first try. We're around. a little. We're just we're fl- flummoxed. We're making sure you're paying attention. You know, that's all. what it is. All right. Um. Anyway, Sorry, go on, Nick. Nick. Your big question. I just wanted to get the spoilers yeah. part out of the way. My bad. Um. Well, this is actually not part of the story. This is just more curious question. Um. Because I've never seen Phantom of the Opera, and Same. I've never even heard any of the music. <laughs> I've heard, heard the main good. song. I've heard the main song, and it's very good. I'm just curious. Is this supposed to be a parody of that, or just his own thing? I was just very curious. I about think that. there's. There, it's like I wouldn't say quite a parody, but I would say it is a take hmm. on it. Kind of like they do takes of modernized versions of like Shakespeare and stuff. Yeah, it's like a modernized oh. Phantom of the Opera for the '70s, and I right. I looked it up to confirm. Oh, it is. Yeah. I didn't even realize Phantom of the Opera was that old, to be honest. Sure. I mean, I don't know how old it is, but I I was going to guess maybe 50s, but I don't know. I thought it was 80s, to be completely honest. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, well, I think that became that. popular on Broadway probably around then, yeah. I guess. Phantom of I didn't the check any of these facts. <laughs> opera rolls off the tongue a lot easier. Yeah, Phantom does. of the Paradise. Well, I think that's only because Phantom of the Paradise has a good ring but i think we're so used to opera that it feels clunky that is true it feels very clunky to switch opera with paradise like i think that's i noticed that i kept when i'd say it to people i'd like freeze up for a minute well (laughs) it's like um think about this like 10 years ago if you said 
Guardians, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. I guarantee you, like, that doesn't sound right. It's like, now it's almost household name. That's Fair actually enough. true with almost anything Marvel, is that they have yeah. these weird <laughs> properties that only comic nerds knew and, uh, you know, very specific people. And now they're just, like, as normal as saying, like, McDonald's or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's really true. Like, Rocket, everyone knows Rocket Raccoon. Ten years ago, no one would know what you're saying. Nerd. Even a few years before uh, Guardians of the Galaxy came out, I think it's funny that there was a famous cartoon character named Gru, and they just added a T on the end. (laughs) (laughs) Very different character. Um, So yeah, let's get into it. I'm going to start this time because I think I always make you guys go first. Uh, I love this movie. I kind of believe in love at first sight now because the first frame I knew (laughs) I'm going to love this. The only issues that I personally have with the movie... I have a couple things I thought were kind of silly, but I think that they were mostly tied into, like, trying to match the plot of Phantom of the Opera, is my guess. Mm-hmm. I didn't the, even think of that at all. The I main issues realize. I have are things that I that we swore not to talk about after, um, uh, what's it called, uh, after The Naked Gun, which is uh, problematic things <laughs> that are of the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, whatever. yeah. I had, but I mean, I know you say that, but like, I had real problems with certain scenes that made me hard to enjoy the movie, but I still love the movie if you, I love it like with no reservations if you cut those parts out, but it's hard for me to just be like, oh, I love it, when like something horrible is happening that's being treated as not a big deal. Does yeah. that make sense? Like, so I, it's, I'm still going to say I love it. But those are like the only problems I have with it are that, not so much like the performances yeah, totally or fair. anything. What do you guys Same. think? Yeah, I fucking loved it. I thought it was I thought it was awesome. I knew you would love it, but Nick, what is your opinion? Um, here's my opinion on it. It's it's so weird because I was watching it and I was like, this doesn't seem like my cup of tea. But I'm also at the same time I can't keep my eyes away from it <laughs> yeah every, it's like they kept it rolling really well they you know? did mm-hmm. it, they suck you in it's so weird because i'm like in my brain it's like oh, oh i hate this but i'm like no i don't <laughs> it's, it's like the I'm, category but yeah like your your body is telling you yes <laughs> it's like yeah. i'm like i'm actually having a good time watching this <laughs> awesome. it was really weird like um i was trying to think of oh i don't like that but i'm like no actually i do like that <laughs> also like the the that's great i love that description was kind of like shortened like kind of sprinkled in you know like they didn't it wasn't like constant they sing a full song after yeah. full song it's like well, really, that's like, true some of them were songs. very long songs yeah. and some were very short but they, they were, were like very long there were like two very long songs yeah. i feel like mm-hmm. and then a lot of shorter ones yeah it's funny i i i think my favorite character and you might be surprised about this is okay. actually phoenix i just liked her a lot oh yeah. i liked her a lot too but um, and she has a pretty voice. But when she sang her song, I didn't love it because I think the Phantom guy sang it better. If you you <laughs> understand, I just thought, yeah. which I think the yeah. movie does want you to. I think this whole thing is a a metaphor, partially for you know Phantom of the Opera, which I haven't seen, I and I think a, and a lot Me of either. the plot is also I think mirroring Faust, the story, the old old story that he's like. Uh, referencing that he's making his oh. katata about because I noticed some things where I said I think that's a reference to the actual play that he's referring to or the, or the myth that he's referring to but um, but also I think it's a story of how music how the record industry sucks the life out of creatives because I think that like yeah. 
that's what it kept coming back to. And from the beginning, like you see him playing and he's at the piano and he's, you can just tell his whole soul is in it. And I thought that was great. Well it's done. At the very least, like, like rich people taking advantage of mm-hmm. like less rich people. Yes. And, and I think people's, uh, he kept, he wanted people's voices. Yeah. Because, and sometimes it was that he wanted the, the, um, uh, Phantom's or voice like his his ideas like his personal point of view his voice and other times it was like with the woman he wanted her literal voice like he wanted yeah. her singing and he was kind of just marrying the two like a producer would do that doesn't really care whose ideas they were it's just like these will That's sell these combos it. will sell and I'll I'll take the credit. That's what I got out of the themes of it, personally. Yeah. It's like, I just thought it was funny, like, well, not funny, but it's pretty sad. Like, all this horrible stuff, the the um, the devil, I forget his name, guy, did, uh, Swan, there you go. Swan. Swan, Swan yeah. did to him for, like, no apparently good reason. He just did all these awful things to him. <laughs> yeah. It kind of made more sense when he sold his soul to the devil, because yeah. I was like... So wow, this guy is like maniacal. He became <laughs> yeah, he is. He became the devil when he. that's a nitpick, the, but it's yeah. like not a big deal because I just like the character a lot too. This is what I want to look up because that's the part that I know is an old fable, but I can't remember if it's Faust or if it's something else. But um, is the idea of someone? It's the exact. It's pretty much note for note like this idea of of the devil or a witch or someone i can't remember saying i will give you what you want and you will never grow old this picture of you will grow old oh i think and that's if it's destroyed, um, you die what is that that's name? the character oh it's it's like a, it's um oh my god what's his name it's uh it's like in the vampire like mummy type area uh grim oh, my- fairy tales Oh my God! Yeah, it was what's his name? <laughs> I honestly know the character. Bram too. Stoker? I don't know. Uh, um, one Mary- second. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Googling it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I know. It's I know like it. An old myth. Yeah, but I, I'm curious. Yeah, what it's, it is. And it's actually it's a historical character, Dorian Gray. Okay, from Dorian Gray. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not in a piece of not in a work of fiction. Uh, it is a work of fiction. Yes. Oh, but you don't remember what it's, it's like a called book. Dorian Gray. I'm gonna Google it. Yeah, because that's the whole. <laughs> property of that like uh but yeah i knew i knew that that trope that i had seen it in something else that exact thing of the picture will grow old and if hmm. the picture is destroyed you go back to being old uh, the picture of dorian that. gray there you go the picture of dorian <laughs> gray i know that when did that come out it was old oh yeah it's like oh yeah it came it published in 1890 that sounds right nice okay cool like, I'm not you. even very familiar with it. I just know that fact. I knew <laughs> that. I knew that story, and it's probably been copied in other things too. Oh know? yeah, yeah. Also, um, because uh, it's funny. Well, I didn't mean to like doze off when you were talking. Not doze off, but I was thinking. <laughs> <Someone> out. <laughs> I was thinking. Um, just the mask of the Phantom guy. I just thought it was really cool, and I thought it reminded me of something. Then it hit me. Oh my god! Because uh, I'm a big My Hero Academia fan. It looked exactly like a Nomu character. Like I'm going to show Andrew it right now. Oh, it's been a while. Which which because character? of how the eyes are exposed. Yeah, they kind of like with the wide hand, eyes the and like the the yeah. beak shape. Okay, not oh, exactly the same, but I see Isaiah. what you mean by the form yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, that guy. He's awesome. He just reminded me of that character a lot. Like, and that's a crazy zombie 
hero character. Yeah, well, well, he's I not a hero. The, actually, honestly, I love the way like his mouth looked with the, the mm-hmm. metal teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they they really. The, that, I don't know why they threw that in there. It looked cool, but it just like it just like a random pot. Well, I think it was just to make yeah. the guy go through hell. Like to make. I love that transformation story. It was so uh, over the top and crazy. Everything but was great. So abrupt. Yeah, where yeah. he just that. I didn't know that the plot. I mean, you guys didn't know either, right? That this was going to be like the Phantom of the Opera. I had no idea who was going to be disfigured or anything. So just because the name. Well, no, I. Well, when I was purchasing the rental, I saw a picture of him. It's like, oh, it just kind of clicked. It showed him disfigured. Oh, it's a mask. Oh, that sucks. Well, I'm just, happy that I did not see sense, that at all. I did know? not see it at all. I had mm. no clue this movie was going this direction. I thought, oh, there's these. I thought it was gonna be weird, but I thought it's gonna be more like. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, where it's like this guy controls the uh-huh. music, but he's got this superpower, but uh-huh. like, and yeah. it would be heightened. <laughs> but I didn't think it would be like this guy just like gets his face crushed in like a record press, yeah. and then he he like it's just this great like long sequence of him becoming them. But I think the oh, thing he where they escapes shit so easily. Oh yeah, oh, that yeah. was a funny <laughs> part. Hell, he just dove out it's a like, box down the. I know, the like wow, it's and it's e- it's very easy him for to escape stuff and to break into stuff too. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, like what? The, <laughs> That's a good just, point. Like, we we didn't want to uh, take away the time from the movie, like planning this shit. Maybe no, yeah, because the like, movie has such a great pace. Yeah, and it doesn't seem to be bothered by stuff like that. It doesn't stop. Exactly. It's just like you'll accept it if we keep logic going. is just kind of out out the window. Yeah, but I like certain movies. I like like that. This yeah, is one that. of them for me. It really it really added to the heightened, uh, almost like um, ah, the word has escaped me. Definitely sense fantastical of sort of um, what's that? Heightened sense of reality. Yeah, I can't think of the term, but yes, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yes. I'm trying to think of the word you're thinking of. Oh, well, I'll, it'll come to me eventually. But anyway, so it had this great feel. Um, I thought that uh, the thing with him. So the thing happened, right? It was, if I recall, it was that he, the people who who were worked in this like it felt like almost like a slave labor factory where they were like. They had they removed all their teeth because they were <laughs> yeah. like he yeah. was basically scammed right because they were like they were like hey we need your your uh, you to do this de- research on dental stuff and and I love the line how they explained it with him just being like uh, you know teeth are a uh, source of dental like uh, of tooth decay teeth are, or like of of our teeth said are, something else cause yeah. an issue with dental health or something and then they just took the other teeth out it was something more just like on the nose like teeth are a source of yeah that's what I meant <laughs> teeth are a source of it was just funny to me yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was just being absurd or if the guy was being sarcastic because they were just gonna take their teeth out you know no yeah. matter what the, I either think, way it was funny yeah the movie was like really had really dark stuff but i was like laughing through it like the entire time it's labeled as horror and i feel like it's like technically terrific stuff happens but it's in a way where it's almost like comedy it's 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 dark comedy i feel like as well i don't think it's just a i don't think of it as like when i think of the genre of horror horror, yeah i I think it's horror maybe for the 70s but even in the 70s you had way more horrific stuff oh yeah brian de palma by the way if you don't know who directed this directed uh carrie the original oh, character. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's I, that's a straight up horror movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have I have heard of Brian De Palma for a long time. I'm glad we get to watch one of his movies, and I'm like, I love it. I want to see more. He has this crazy varied career, and some of the movies like this that he makes are like a lot of directors' favorite movies. He's like the band Sparks, kind of for musicians, where it, everyone like 
he's like a mus- a, a director's director where <laughs> yeah. like his movies some of his movies were big hits but others were super obscure but people who like love film love them yeah. yeah like um two things about that we just said it did kind of feel like watching a long music video at times yeah, I liked how the, like you were saying, I said, the music goes in and out, but there is a lot of music, and mm-hmm, the music yeah. often is the backdrop for a scene. Yeah. Or like the, I love like that. The split screen scene? Oh, that I was awesome. that. Yeah, that was that a was good so scene. That was so good. Um, there were a couple really cool, vi- like, editing and the way it was filmed. The shaky cam when he first is trying to, like, escape. and he, <laughs> From his that, point of view, yeah. I thought that was, like... Well, before that, there was just a shaky cam of him like going to a parking lot, being like, oh, oh, near the <laughs> beginning. I just noted that it's like dark and it's shaky cam and it was like really ahead of its time seeming. But they also did the one where he's he's right after that. It's from his point of view and it's shaking and he's going up and he sees like backstage and he like goes up. I thought that was pretty, <laughs> I like pretty that. classic. I enjoyed that. Oh, and yeah. the other thing was, um, I guess, you know, the band Daft Punk. Mm-hmm. They actually said that this movie's their favorite movie, and they they start All like of them? that's awesome. Those two guys, yeah. You oh, know what's guys. crazy? You know who others' favorite movie it is? Edgar Wright. Really? I was bringing that fact, and then you brought another. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Fact. Well, I was just bringing it up more because um, I guess uh, they they actually had. Uh, Paul Williams, who played Swan mm-hmm. in one of their songs, and who composed all the music. Yeah. Paul Williams did. I actually, mm. um, I was looking up some trivia about him. He's actually a fantastic songwriter. I know. He's written a lot of songs. I've heard his did name he make for the music for this movie. Yes. Oh, all oh the yeah. Songs. He did all Definitely. the music and yeah. performed, Definitely and and great. he did the music for the Muppets, which I learned, Nick. Yeah, I which saw it, that. Doesn't that make sense? It does. <laughs> when you see, I thought that like uh, <laughs> he, the guy, okay, when who's playing? What's the Phantoms? Real name in the? Do you remember? Um, Williams. Well, something with an L. Wilson. Oh, it's either Wilson or it's like very close. Oh, Wilson Leach. I can't remember. Um, it's close to that. It is. Oh, Winslow. Le- Winslow. Thank Winslow. you. So anyway, Winslow at the beginning, he's playing on the piano. I love that song. Yeah. It reminded me of like. So good. It actually made me think of Keith Green because yeah. he's from the seventies. Like really, I just. This movie made me reappreciate how creative and awesome music from the 70s yeah. was. Yeah. Um, in so also, many ways. Also, that was Swan actual voice. That was never uh, that guy. Yeah, you could yeah. tell. <laughs> you could tell how dubbed it is. Some of the dubs in this. Remember the scene where the 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 girl in the bikini is like, "Oh my God, did like oh, what was it? I think she's like, uh, did did is that guy dead or something like that? Yeah. And it's so clearly dubbed. It's just also funny. when um, fucking Beef, was that his name? Beef. Oh, was, that was a weird character. I, I loved lo- Beef. Beef was probably my favorite. Well, no, the but part was, that really... Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt I you. I just finished my thought. When, he, when he's like doing his onstage performance, he's like doing a guitar solo at one point and then you hear like oh, oh yeah. yeah yeah but he's not he's not saying that at all <laughs> i noticed that too added on <laughs> that seems like a 70s thing because like huge films like star wars there's so many like really <laughs> like silly things that are like not quite there because they Still had just to, like people are getting in, into well, uh filmmaking true and, like, and i also think because film was a, like a commodity yeah. like the reels of film is limited with every oh, project okay. whereas once george lucas speaking of star wars once he like pioneers digital film now it's just how big is your hard drive not yeah how many reels <laughs> of film can you it's afford really, yeah, not a to have on the day <laughs> go on you were saying something oh yes, i was just saying on. that um i actually felt for him till the end 
end where he went on stage to perform a yeah, song. Like, it's like he gave you a clear warning and you were about to leave. And it's like he just fell under the pressure of the other guy. Yeah. Just being like a tough guy. But I would be more scared of the fucking. Oh, yeah. is that, That's a creepy looking mask. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Wait, which person was given a warning? What are you saying? Uh, earlier. Who went on stage to sing? Yeah. Beef. beef. But like, um, oh yes, that's true. He was threatened by Winslow. Yeah, Winslow. Winslow. Threatened but then he him. was you re- he was drugged to get to bring him back the first time, right? Like that by the guy, the kind of the guy who looks like he should be in um, Bonanza. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whatever his name was. Like he he gave him something to take him down. Yeah, from yeah, to get speed. him to to get back. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But still, I know. No, I know. Then he stayed after that. Uh, yeah, I think he wouldn't still choose. I mean, that maybe it was because he was being forced and we didn't see it or something. I don't you know, know, but like he was I being like, smart. Then the next thing you know, oh, now he's not smart. Now he's not smart. Like, <laughs> no matter what the other guy did, I would figure out some way to get out of it. <laughs> the, it's either being threatened by this insane monster that you think is a ghost or some tough guy. But we're not all Winslow. We can't just even break into guy. things perfectly. A, yeah. <laughs> No, yes, yeah, I know. Yeah. I did I did think, wow, he's making the smart choice actually. He's leaving. And then yeah. no. <laughs> no. But the, I know the guy the guy I even looked it up because I wasn't sure if he the guy did drug him with something else to like get him to come back. But then again, that was seemed way later that he was still performing in it or whatever. I don't know. Um, whatever. It was funny. But uh yeah. yeah, Brian De Palma, I definitely want to check out more of his movies. Again, he's in some big ones, but I kind of want to check out the, like this one, the obscure ones, because they seem really interesting. Um, oh, I want to interject. I just remembered. Go for I it. I was going to say, uh, we never, I think we never addressed the fact that Charles, he, oh, uh, thank you. he, he died. <laughs> no, That's what I meant <laughs> to say. No, he, he uh, did. The Phantom got him. Yeah. He, Phantom he, did get him. He's just taking a kind of like a indefinite so, hiatus basically from just the, till he feels like doing it again yeah he it's nothing no no bad blood between us or no. anything and i, I realized it was no. kind of weird that we just like kept going and stopped didn't say anything about it yeah he's just I, taking a break from doing the podcast i had misremembered us explaining it so i at one point like consciously was like should we explain it oh we did and we did not yeah so <laughs> thank you for bringing it up today as yeah, a, nothing bad nothing bad no seriously nothing uh just uh he was like hey i kind of want to break from it and we're like sure and then we just kept doing it because he said, feel free to keep going. So, uh, yeah. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> back to Phantom of the Paradise. See, it is hard because your brain Phantom wants the- to go ah. opera. Yeah. Phantom of the... I think it's because also it's, it is easier to say than Paradise because your mouth Phantom is already Paris. open. The ah. Uh, it's so easy to go the <laughs> opera. The opera. And you say it like that. The opera instead of the Paradise. <laughs> yeah. I've definitely heard the name Phantom of, uh, Phantom of the Opera a lot, but mm-hmm. I've never. I've heard it's really good. One thing about it, it's a know. similar yeah. story of a person who's disfigured on half of his face. He wears a mask in huh. Phantom of the Opera. He wears literally half a mask. It's the iconic image from nice. that. He has like I feel one like I have seen that. Yeah, what's that? I feel like I have seen that. Like yeah, a still of him. Yeah, and he hides. What it is in that is he hides under the stage at the opera and falls in love with a woman this was a little more convoluted which i actually enjoyed but i think they just took the general idea and added in some other ideas and just kind of went crazy with it (laughs) cool yeah i i gotta say speaking of things of the time i initially like i saw the character beef and i was just like i love this character he's so insane he's such a mixture of like seems kind of yeah and, and he talks but then also when he sings it's like so 
in contrast and so oh, yeah. over the top where he's just like yeah like he just like <laughs> at the beginning when he interprets he's the music do... <laughs> yeah he's like this is a chick's voice this is written for a chick yeah or whatever he said yes yes and he's like it's <laughs> so good. good stuff but i the only thing i was like ah oh, it's not cool to like I was like, ah, oh, but it'd be even cooler if it was an actual gay person playing it. But then I was like, well, even in it, just at the time, that's not going to happen. Rocky Horror Picture Show, like, you know, it's not a trans person, but like those characters, from what I understand, are a lot of times still like queer icons because like they didn't have. It's like it's still a depiction that yeah. people enjoy, even mm-hmm. if like they don't, don't have gay? somebody. Uh, well, the, the actor said he played him as gay. Oh, there you go. Uh, I, I took it that way just because <laughs> it seemed... Well, what he said actually was, he said they wanted flamboyant, which he said, which at the time yeah. could only be construed as gay. <laughs> yeah. So, so he said, I, 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 get it, yeah. I believed he was gay, but uh, he was just, you know, flamboyant. Yeah, he was awesome there was, in a stupid there was, way. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, there was no differentiator in Hollywood, basically. <laughs> yeah, nowadays... Uh, it's not that insensitive <laughs> yeah oh sure like i think that it certainly plays to the stereotype but i i just think kind of it kind of does but he's more layered like he yeah, has like some exactly. things about him that don't just and his i think his gayness is also not just, not just played for the the joke every time is not that he's gay it's just his personality is really entertaining yeah and his choices and stuff i'd give him a thumbs up yeah <laughs> sweet <laughs> it's like um Approved. <laughs> I, I don't hate characters like that i just hate when it's an automatic stereotype exactly it's like, yeah yeah which is annoying it, especially in this day and age yeah i think <laughs> yeah. i i give I give, but obviously this was made in seventy four. Give it yeah. a pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I give it a pass for that, and then I also think it is just more than that, which made him very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked him. Like, um, I did. Li- oh yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm just like continuing with the thing. It's like I. This is just in general. Like I, I hate it when they do it with women. I hate it do it with like persons. Um, sexuality is that's not a personality. Yeah, that's like just that's who their, they are. That's the thing about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yep. It's it's substituted for coming up with a unique person a lot of the time and that's why it's great not to totally get into this topic but that's why it's great when there are movies that like you know like a movie for example like i think one of the reasons that it's not the only reason but one of the reasons crazy rich asians which i still want to see is praised so much is because it's a movie starring all or like black panther it's starring all asian people or all black people so it immediately shatters the idea that all this person is the same nice. and it gives you a better window into their actual culture because it's varied. Everyone it's like has it's a different so personality. Obvious, but it's yeah. just it is, but when people only portray like in one every movie has like a movie one thing, Asian yeah. character. Yeah. So they have this role or one black character. But when it's like a whole movie, you're like, oh yeah. Anyone who if anyone thinks about it for a second, they go, Oh, well, there's no way this stereotype can be real because there's ten people who are all completely different, you know, and unique. Yeah. So I just I, I think that uh you know that was a nice little rabbit trail. Uh, back on track. So during which I dropped. That was hilarious. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know what was happening. No, sorry, but I freaked you out. I was trying to. Isaiah dropped his uh, water bottle cap. I was trying to get it for him, and I was, I was getting like a little pointing. too close to Andrew. So sorry. And I was just laughing to myself because I didn't know what was happening. But I saw you both reaching underneath my chair, and I was like, pointing where it is. <laughs> oh, um, uh, that's funny. Uh, funny note, um, because uh. I don't know if you guys knew this about Screen Junkies, is they did roasts on stuff. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Uh, they just released uh, an unaired roast of Beauty and the Beast, and I watched it. It was pretty humorous. 
uh, had all these Disney characters, and one was Mulan. And like, I would recommend watching it because one of the jokes was pretty funny. It's like, yeah, they wanted an Asian representative here, but Scarlett Johansson couldn't make it. Oh, <laughs> got him. So, this was like also in like 2017 too, when like that it was uh, what was it? Um, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, yeah. God, and what a yeah, choice. she she made a lot of funny jokes. It's like, oh, Ari-, because like Ariel was one of there. It's like Ariel's here. It's like, oh, you you were human for a day, or you already set women's rights back a decade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving back. Here's a segue back into the film. I did think that um, I'm I'm struggling to remember her name. Unfortunately, the only name I can remember from this Phoenix? movie is Swan Phoenix. Thank you. Oh, I just remembered. I just realized it's Bird. Bird names. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> Winslow, a famous type of bird. Uh, no, but there's the Swan and uh, and the guy with a bird mask, and there's Phoenix. So there's something there. Um, but Phoenix's character, I will say, uh, she she wasn't. She pr- mostly fell into the trope of just love interest pretty girl mm-hmm. who the is the reason that the main character she wants had to a do what he bit does. Of a personality, but she which did. Is yeah. dumb. I wish they had shown. I think she got dumber as the movie went on because oh, yeah. most of the later scenes, like she's like they get. I guess it's like they didn't just make her dumb; they made her like on drugs when she's signing the thing. Yeah, but I still felt like it, they just portrayed her as dumber and dumber. I loved, you know, what I loved the scene when she's the first scene when she's in line. I thought I was like, I like this character mm-hmm. when she was like uh, talking to the other girls in line and yeah. she was like just wanted. Yeah. She just wanted to sing and she was like. You know, I'll do anything, but I like that as soon as, like, she goes in there and they're literally just, like, sexually assaulting, like, every woman that comes in. Or there's yeah, Jesus a, Christ. maybe the... I know, it was horrible. Or maybe there's this implication later that the women are into it, which, either way, um, it's not great. I think they were just doing it for the, yeah. the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I thought that wasn't, like, a flaw of the movie. That was more just, like, showing how horrible... A commentary the, on how that. How horrible the guy was. No, yeah, yeah it... it I, the only reason that I was on the fence about whether I was okay with it was that it seemed to be played for laughs at times of like, ah, oh, this is silly. But other, but I think as the movie went on, I started to think maybe this is just satire. Like there, it's everything in the movie that's bad is so played up yeah. that it's almost like look at how absurd the world is or the yeah, record industry every is. Horrible mm-hmm. thing that happens is funny in, in the in the movie. Or true, true. Yeah. So that's a good point. Maybe I'm coming around on that. I was just shocked in the first scene when yeah. that happened. I was yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> this movie was way ahead of its time. Yeah. It's really, it really in so many ways is really interesting that it clearly seems old and set in that time period, but also had some things that I didn't see until later with mm-hmm. other movies. Um, yeah. But also interesting thing was, well, the, the scene I liked, uh, I love, one thing about her personality kind of that I liked, I love the idea that her... She's so beautiful, and her voice, everyone's like, her voice is so beautiful. And then when she dances, she dances like a little dork. I thought that was <laughs> <Yeah>. great. <laughs> she just, they clearly, I fe- and I think it's awesome. I think even it's even better if it's like just the actor playing her, if they were just like, dance. And she was like, this is how I dance. <laughs> so I actually loved that. I thought that like balanced out her quote unquote perfection, you know. Yeah, I thought it was entertaining. It was very entertaining. Um and also, I it was it's interesting to look back at different uh, periods of time and what are the standards of beauty and what is like the movie star. She has almost Princess Leia ish qualities, somewhat like like Leia in like Return of the Jedi when she's all beautiful and like flowing mm-hmm. hair. It just had something about her voice 
and the way yeah. that it just like they cast certain people or people talked in certain ways and the makeup was done a certain way that was like this is what people in the 70s like uh in movies <laughs> yeah. i just thought that was interesting so true it's uh, yeah. it's so funny like like going back in the past like that it's like I have to admit, I don't like the big hair, but I, it was just a fad then. But I just, I, <laughs> I've never liked it watching other movies with like the big hair. I just didn't, don't think it looks good. That's I did enjoy in this because it made me think of again like other plays made in the seventies, like like hair, like um, uh, I think that was late sixties, maybe hair, um, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, Godspell, um, hairspray. Uh, ha- well, isn't that eighties? Well, maybe it's, maybe it's, 70s. it's set in the fifties. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, and no, was, no, sixties. No, oh, I don't know. They have they literally have a song saying "Welcome to the 60s. Well, there you go. <laughs> I would imagine then. But these, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, these, uh, these, sh- like, I love just all the people in like the seventies outfits and just the vibe of like kind of the free love thing. All the extras, you just yeah. were like, you got a sense of the period uh, in an entertaining way. I thought. Oh man, did you guys enjoy a very silly version? Yeah, yes, a very silly version. Did you guys enjoy like what was your take when the the movie starts and that first song plays? How did you dig it? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. yeah, I dug it. And then I was told afterward to, by the movie to not dig it and I was like, well, you <laughs> made did too good of a job um, making it fun. <laughs> I feel like it was more like the Willow Winslow was kind of like a pretentious guy. I suppose that's true. And it's sort of like the he was the classic you know, portrayal of like the artist who's like, uh, did we just both hear a sound? I did hear a There's sound. Some song that just played. It, it sounded like the, our intro song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, I think that's what happened. I think it passed by where our intro song is, like in the template. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, our outro. <laughs> yeah, we could probably start wrapping it up here. Anyway. We could, but I'm. I gotta say, guys, I'm really enjoying. I didn't realize so how much, much I would love the in person. Yeah, so much better. It's in making person. me like I was it already is, enjoying it is the podcast. So much a lot. better in person. Yeah, I was already enjoying the podcast a lot. Like like re loving the podcast with us doing it more often. But now it's like, oh my god, I never it's, want to go back to. I have online. to admit, <laughs> and I think maybe it was because of the pa- pandemic. But talking through Zoom was kind of sometimes hard. Yeah, it's just the flow right yeah. now. There's something about just being actually being in a room mm-hmm. with people. It's like an intangible thing. But oh it's yeah, really million percent better. And than, oh, I agree. And you guys like artificial. the holding the mics thing because I really yeah, I don't like mind it. it. Yeah, I feel relaxed. I feel like we're all more relaxed. If you guys could see That's us true, listening I've to it, kind of changed my position <laughs> yeah. like five times. If you could see us listen, like. Well, listeners, like I'm laying back in a recliner with my mic like above my head. Yep. Nick's Nick's chilling with his legs crossed. Isaiah's laying back <laughs> with his mic at his side. It's Completely. just it's, we'll see if this makes the audio weird, but <laughs> it seems like Hope the audio good. was totally great. So you know, I'll I'll double check, but uh, hopefully it just sounds good and uh, and it's it's really nice to be back in person. So uh, any other last thoughts you want to give on the movie, anyone? I think I I had other fun facts, but I shared my favorites. Uh, you know the ones I wanted to get out, like Edgar Wright's one of his. It's tied for his favorite movie with a couple others. I could see why he would like this. It's yeah, the music's definitely. on point. The editing is great. He made fucking Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And one of my least favorite movies that uh, you guys are questioning. One of my I favorite like movies is Baby Driver. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Baby Driver is so awesome. I don't like Baby Driver. I still don't know why you don't I like say it. I would say it's like one of my favorite movies, but I really loved it. Mm. 
It just rubbed you the wrong way, huh? Yeah. Oh, I but kind of like related to the the main character, like having headphones mm-hmm. in and like listening to music all while the time. people are are kind of talking about him or talking. Yeah, just kind of like blocking out the world. I just I mm-hmm, just do that mm-hmm. so much. I connect with like music. So may, like maybe that's a thing that was like a big reason I loved it. Yeah, like, it Nick really hates relatable. music. <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, I, I hate just all kidding. music. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know, I know. I'm it was out. the certain experience you I'm, have was mirrored in that. Yeah. I'm the guy from uh, Footloose. No dancing and music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, Nick loves music. Don't get it twisted. Listen, I love musicals. Yes. Um. Oh, trivia fact, and this is more for you guys. Is oh. uh, I was looking up other stuff. Stop listening, listeners. This is for us. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking up other stuff that um. Paul what's his Williams name? Williams was in he was in an episode of community is that where I know him from possibly what episode is it it was I I googled it real fast it was like um I it was in season five I think yeah it was season five VCR something it was about like um Abed and uh the VCR wait is it the VHS game? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh wait, is he the guy on the video? The cowboy. No, that it's funny. That actually is Vince Gilligan who created Breaking Bad. Oh, that's funny. Oh, Which nice. is so weird because he's not an actor at all. He is just a <laughs> just a really guy. really good writer and director. He, he was, was awesome good in that. In, yeah, <laughs> in the community. But he, I forget what I as I don't remember the episode. It's been so long. But I just know he's it was in a good it. episode. I yeah. just knew I'd seen his face. He also, I again, I'm I'm just drawing connections because Star Wars was like the biggest movie of the 1970s or one of the biggest movies ever, right? But like, I feel like he even has at that time closer to like a Mark Hamill look than any like lead actors in movies today. Like, I feel like there's a style yeah. of person that's popular in different decades on in movies like they cast the people who are directing the casting directors like have a different vibe different periods of time his um his character in this movie but really sad to see him now though is he's old (laughs) (laughs) that was the whole point of him selling his soul yeah uh i loved the movie let's do our three word wrap-ups though shall we yay Um, Uh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) one of those was a word right (laughs) yeah uh, uh, I can go. Pass for now. Pass Ooh for la now. La. That's I don't know. Ooh la la. That's three words. That's Ooh not really a word. La la. Okay. Uh. I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to actually think about this for a second because I really enjoy this movie. Let me try to encapsulate what I loved about it. Um, I laughed. I gasped. I. Is your neck okay, Nick? I just I just twisted it the uh, wrong I'm way. Sorry. Oh, damn. Like you, can cut, you can cut this out. All right. <laughs> cut it out. Yep little cut marker there dang i've got um uh wow this freaking oh bombastic flamboyant (laughs) tune-tastic nice (laughs) that's really how it felt i i'm i'm extremely bad at this one more word no i'm extremely something (laughs) it was awesome (laughs) all right just say it was awesome then (laughs) it was so you're not wrong nick Try to encapsulate how you felt when you were saying your brain told you you hated it, your body told you you loved it. Pretty, pretty good. I do always <laughs> love that classic as well. <laughs> no, I really, I really liked this movie. I, yeah, like, but it, it won it, you over. <laughs> it did because it's funny. It, it was just really. It's like I'm like, I don't think I like this movie, and then I realized watching it, it's like. Actually, I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it was just your brain was like, 
going by your previous track record, but you were, but yeah. your your emotions were like, this is something new that I like. It, it did remind me a lot of Rocky Horror, but mm-hmm. obviously, with your fact, I didn't realize it wasn't copying that. Like, it felt like a, a, a Rocky Horror combined with a Tim Burton film. I like that. I feel like it was kind of better than Rocky Horror in I, like a lot in of aspects. Ways. Yes. I thought you would get mad at me for saying that because I know you like yeah, that movie. Right. I think it's better than Rocky Horror. Yeah, I would say. The, I think it's a better version. The one thing I different it, movies, but like the vibe. Yeah, I'd give Rocky Horror the the over is I think Rocky Horror is better music. Yeah, I I really love the music in Rocky. Horror. I loved the music in this movie, but I will say that Rocky Horror has catchier, more iconic tunes. Yes. Yeah, and I thought that the music in this was just such a great backdrop to the story. I feel like I've I've stopped like saying things are like my favorite or I like this thing more than another thing. I kind of just love a lot of stuff. You're just owning the fact that yeah. it's how it's always been. That you just love yeah, a I've lot kind of, of stuff. Sto- I've <laughs> like I've stopped trying to say yeah. that this thing is one of my favorite things because I, I just. Because you'll just keep saying yeah. it. Yeah. I this love love. Favorite. What? I love love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I love no, loving. Like, I, I'm always critical of movies, but like, it doesn't mean I don't like watching them. Like, I could, like, I say, like I've said Anything before. But. You love watching them. I oh, randomized the number one? and got one, oh. two, three. Okay. <laughs> for you. Nice. Thank you. One, two, three. I pre-did one, but we can always oh, okay. throw it out. Yeah, no, do no, that no. one. Either way. All right. Ooh, all right. who wants to do a double feature? Oh. <laughs> Maybe sometime. Two movies in a row. Sometime we should, but all right, yeah. This time maybe Get the not. movie. All right, okay. the The movie I pre picked that you, I don't remember what number it is. I think it's five eighty six, five eighty something. That you found while baking a pie. That's what I meant to say. Thank you, Nick. Let, we're in person, so we got to bring back the <laughs> real explanations of what happened. Old OG viewers, not old. You're not old. OG listeners <laughs> will know this. If you listen to the early episodes, there's always a real intricate, strange reason why we find these numbers that correspond to a movie. Not anymore, though. But we're bringing it back. Oh. <laughs> I baked a pie. I didn't even, you know, I, the ingredients somehow magically combined. And, and created a slip of paper in the middle of the pie. Whoa. I don't know how it happened. It was edible paper. So right before I ate it, I read the number and it said 580, I think six. And then I munched it. And then I looked that up and uh, it corresponded to a movie, which is called My Dinner with Andre. Oh, I really wanted to see this one. Oh, good. All right. I thought you were going to go, oh, I've seen it. No. <laughs> Uh, Community has really made me want to watch this movie. Because of that one episode, yeah. right? Yeah, which episode? There's an episode, they literally it was say a, in Abed's the episode. Abed's birthday. Abed's birthday, where everyone dresses up as Pulp Fiction characters. I love yeah. that up. Yeah, it's a great app. And at one point they say, you're basically recreating the movie My Dinner with Andre. The whole episode is recreating it. But I've never seen My Dinner with Andre, yeah, so great. I don't know. Can't yeah, I love the episode. All, all I know about it is it's it's like a bile episode where the, the whole movie sets in just a dinner. Cool. Which, like in like in half of the community episode. That's not yeah. the Pulp Fiction parody. They're just having dinner talking. I'm I'm very excited. I really wanted to watch this movie. I've been very curious ever since that episode. So I'm pretty excited as well. The only other thing I know about it is that it has Wallace Shawn. The inconceivable guy. Uh, on trivia fact, I have actually met him. Oh yeah. Ah. Nothing against him, but he was a bit off-putting. Just, just. Um, <laughs> what does off-putting mean? Well, I. I it was the a, views expressed here yeah. do not represent the views of. Uh, I, I highly me. I highly <laughs> doubt he's going to sue me. Plus, this is public opinion. He will sue you. Right, no, just kidding. All right. No, but um, <laughs> I want. Very it's, petty. It's funny. I want to um. 
a con because I love going to cons with my sister, and uh, we we did the <laughs> Princess Bride panel, and it That's was cool. It was him, and ironically, and this is awesome, uh, Doug, Doug, not Doug, um, Doug Benson. No, it's not Doug Benson. <laughs> Who's the nostalgia critic? I don't remember, but he's but a yeah, guy on YouTube. He was hosting. Uh-huh. He was hosting. It was Wallace Shawn, and um, I forget his Harry name. Harry Elwes? No, he wasn't there. It wasn't. The, it was a, the, the actor who played Prince Humperdinck, something oh, Sarandon. I forget his name, but he's great. He, yeah. is, he was so nice. Uh, and they told stories, but whenever Wallace Shawn talked, it was like a bit kind of creepy and kind of like oh right he's kind of like, uh, acting a bit like a dick oh man because oh. i remember one person just like was like a fan she was like um uh she said something one of his lines in it and he was like oh i can see why no one likes you or something he said something yeah. on the lines of that which i thought was kind of <laughs> rude that and is a bit rude although to be fair i've talked heard a lot of uh celebrities talk about how they and for better or worse, maybe they they should get over it because people love their work. But like, get really annoyed by certain questions that get asked or or quotes that get yeah, people it's not quoting that them back to them. Fault yeah, they don't know. No, of course. But other people have asked. And I've, the one that I think needs to go away that I think is at this point, I just can imagine people hating it who are like doing these panels is hi i don't have a question can i have a hug <laughs> that then no one did just, that that's if they had done that i would have say it's justified yeah. but if someone's quoting it it's kind of yeah. like hey of course they're gonna like it must happen to you a million times but also it's because they love what you did you know yeah yeah like exactly. i don't know their life though i mean it's probably really infuriating if it happens every day of your life yeah People are just like hey Inconceivable, you no, know. No one did that. Oh, well, that's good. I, that remind that was the line. That, that wasn't the line. I just remember the line she said. She's like, um, Plato, Socrates, morons, and like then he like went off in that like oh you're kind of weird thing. It's like uh, okay. he says a line like that in the in the panel. Yeah. And um, but and I feel bad because he was so nice and he was really cool. Uh, Prince Humperdinck. Mm-hmm. Um, he told this great story about Andre the Giant, about uh, how his daughters really wanted to meet a giant. And when they met him in person, he's like the nicest guy in the world. They started f- actually scared and started screaming when they oh, saw him. Oh, no. And he felt so bad, but he was such a sweetheart, Andre the Giant. Oh, that's yeah, the worst. Prince Humperdinck, he was so cool. He, like, he was just the nicest oh, guy. Oh, that's cool. So it balanced out. Yeah. Well, we're going to see this dickweed Wallace Shawn performing this movie. <laughs> yeah. And a um, piece of human trash. He's last, a great actor. Last though. N- last no, the other thing I'm excited that, to see him in the movie. <laughs> the last thing he said that was kind of weird, me and my sister Erica were like looking like, what the hell? Was mm-hmm. um he was like, I forget the question, but it had nothing to do with whoever asked this question, what he was saying. He was like, Yeah, I get um people want me for my body or something like that. Like like he and he was being dead serious. It wasn't like he was joking, and we we're like, Is he okay? What the hell is he talking about? Oh, he may it was have been very odd. He it may have been a step odd. away from a meltdown, in which case I feel bad. Or maybe he but just. But this got was a many years ago, humor. and he's done projects since. Right, he has. He was in BoJack Horseman. Oh, as himself cool. and Toy Story, and he's oh, uh, in yep. the in the Goofy movie. He's the uh, principal, yeah. and in um freaking uh, Incredibles, he's the. Uh, all the little cogs need to fit together. Oh, yep. Yeah, he's that guy. He's a, he does a lot of voice walls. acting. <laughs> All right, he was well. in a he was in a Marriage Story that came out recently. <gasps> oh, never heard of it. Very very good. It's on the list. Go watch nice. fucking what's what's it called? My my dinner, dinner with Andre. Go watch the my giant. dinner with Andre the Giant. <laughs> goodbye. My dinner with Andre. Goodbye. Bye.